How about that intro? I want to thank again Becca and Fred for um, that awesome intro music. Joined by my man Nikki Mo. How's it going, dude? Nick Mo, man, it's been it's been we've, we we go back a little bit. We do, we do. We go back. Really, 2012 is when I kind of got to know you or met you when you mm-hmm. ran, you ran against Ernie Hall as a write-in. I did for the assembly, and you almost won, right? Came within a couple hundred votes out of like many thousand. About like eight thousand votes cast, and you weren't even on the ballot. Nope. Right, and so you were. You ran because of the AO thirty seven. It was a thirty seven. Yeah. The labor thing. Right? Yeah. When Ernie knew he didn't have like political consequence to to pay for like a really bad labor law, when nobody filed to run against him, the very next day he dropped that bill, and everybody was outraged. Like, where is this coming from? He had labor support in the past. Because I didn't know much about Ernie. I I knew him from the community councils back then. Mm-hmm. I always saw him as a moderate. Probably yeah. even I just didn't really know him. I viewed him as kind of a moderate, maybe yeah. even left leaning. But it was person. clear, you know, not just that labor issue, but up until then, I was working on with a whole host of like park stuff, coastal trail, zoning, planning and zoning. He just wasn't there. He wasn't on my community council. He just like was coasting. And uh, I yeah. totally remember how much how much energy that got right towards the end. I mean, there there was just so many people yeah. supporting you and. It was close. We thought we had it. A lot of people spelled uh, my name wrong. You know, it was like a spelling bee for West Anchorage. Was it more than, was it, <laughs> was it enough to win or? Uh, no, it was still a little short, but there's people See, who Mo, wrote in Knick Mo. Knick Mo. Because like, Mo Tommy Mo. Mo Tom, <laughs> that, that, that should count. Are you related to Tommy Mo? Been, um, I taught him how to ski, but. Uh, sure, sure. We're He's like distant covens. <laughs> so Mo's easier to spell than Murkowski. She she she, right. she made her happen, and I gotta say thanks for the the beers, Broken no, Tooth man. Brewing. He Nick brought a few beer. I mean, he comes over to my place for the podcast. He brings the beer. That's right. It should be the opposite, right? Yeah, right. What do you do for your guests? Just leave them hanging. We do. Well, we just do a, <laughs> a variety of things. Uh, this is the this is the first one. I'm 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 real. I'll say whatever the fuck I want with Nick Mo. Uh, that's the beauty of the podcast. You can you can drop the f bomb all day. Hell yeah. That's how we that's how we roll. So. Before uh, the 2012, that was a serious thing with the assembly, mm-hmm. but you actually, and this is timely right now, you ran against Mark Begich uh, for mayor when you were like 19, right? That's right. So this is what, about more than 10 years ago? How old are you now? Thir- Gosh, this was uh, 2006. Yeah, like 12 years ago. So you're thir- what, You're 31? Mm-hmm. So I'm 33. Okay, similar. So I moved here in 04, and I've, I, mean, I vaguely remember like this, like this young guy hearing mm-hmm. about some 19-year-old running for me. I was just like, who's that guy? But I didn't know and you back then. You know who put me on the map back then? Bob Lester. It was the Bob and Mark show, dude. I went on there and just like told him what I was up to, trying to get young people involved in politics. And you know, Remember Bob and Mark? Remember? I mean, I know Mark left it, whatever happened. But yeah. Even, even after it's Bob and Chad. But Bob and Mark, when I moved oh, here, that was like, I have this like very good memory of, of Bob and Mark. Yeah, every, every that morning. was a show. So you went on there and, went, and you just said, hey, I'm Nick. I'm running for mayor. Yeah, and they were, like, pumping me up, and, of course, you know, I was a bachelor at the time, and they were pushing me, like, oh, you must be meeting lots of girls, and I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, I'm at one, and they're like, let's call her right now, and here it is, like, 6.30 a.m. on the week that we called her, and ended up, like, arranging a date for me, so... Yes. It was, 
I love that. Yeah, so I might not have won the election, but I got a I got a date. Well, out well, of how it. much? What'd you What'd you get percentage wise? Oh, it was like just slightly above the margin of error. It was like <laughs> it was, was, like was that the uh, eighteen hundred votes? Was that the Jacob Curtin one or was no? That this was um a guy named Thomas Higgins. I don't know if you remember. He was a perennial candidate for a time. There's only four of us on that ballot. It was Jack Frost, Mark Bagich, myself. I remember that Jack Frost. Those those ads. Remember those mm-hmm. Christmasy ads? Or oh yeah, <laughs> it was goofy, but um, it was a lot of fun, and that's you know and um even though i was like pretty much like you know bashing them like for two months mark begich actually hired me to do some of the stuff i wanted to do in city hall work on conservation recycling issues and things like that which just shows a dude's leadership you know some punk kid bad mouthing him for two months and he's like i like your energy bring, bring him in yeah if you can't beat him, him join him join him yeah so, but he you know he's a, been a great mentor for me so fast forward a little bit i mean now we're here you a uh, little bit different, a little bit different role. You have you have a kid now. You have a baby. I do. Well, she's what three, three, three yeah, now. yeah. So you got you got. She just went on her first backpacking trip yesterday. You look, you look pretty red. Yeah. Did you I, just get back. I just got back, and uh, yeah, we just got back on a big hike, and we went up to Tarmigan Peak and played. So you got you got pretty. You've gone from kind of the bachelor guy to more, a little more domestic. You got the kid and the and the. He's married, or yep. So mm-hmm. the whole family deal. Yep. My wife's a nurse, and she's doing the practitioner program at UAA. And this is like a power couple. Oh yeah. So and you, you're still, you're you're not running. You haven't really run for anything since 2012, have you? Nope. But you're still involved in a lot of. You know, I see you doing different things here mm-hmm. and there. You you work in healthcare, mm-hmm. right? But you're one thing I want to talk about, and we've been discussing this. I've seen some Facebook posts from uh, from you about this crime problem. Oh yeah. And it's, it's, we all know, I mean, you know, the car theft. Out of the, control. It's, Absolutely. And you've been here your whole life. Yep. And, is this... and not only here my whole life, my, I'm a third generation Alaskan, but I'm actually a third generation from the Valley of the Moon neighborhood. And so we call it Valley of the Mo because I still have so many, you know, family like members. We should, we should go maybe make a little alteration to the side. <laughs> we should. But you know, my uncle lives on 20th. I live off 22nd. Uh, my grandparents, they lived off 21st. And wasn't Valley of the Moon where they had the, article a few months ago during the breakup when they found they, were, they found like needles drug needles oh i'm sure when the snow melted I mean, they were finding you know like oh used in the drug park ne- yeah so yeah, people would throw I'm them sure. in the snow that... and they'd use and then they'd snow would melt and they'd find these they'd find these i don't know it's just i've been here since 04 you know and i i remember when i was young even until you know quite recently i never really worried about leaving my car running for example mm-hmm. or leaving my door i just never really kind of thought about it mm-hmm. but now it's like everybody i know my roommate had his car stolen at work they found it in eagle river yeah, week later, and and they said make sure no, to they, they the the fucking cops told him make sure to check it before before um you get in there for needles. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like yeah. what or, or meth smoke or you know other crazy stuff. It's out of control, Jeff. And I'll tell you, you know, it's hit our neighborhood especially hard. You know, you have a specific some... problem or example. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So our mutual friend Jenna, right. um, awesome, awesome, love Jenna. Yeah, Jenna's great. New baby, um, new baby, new baby. Awesome family. They Great just husband. move in. They He's, just move in across the street. Husband's quite a quite a looker, huh? Yeah. Oh the, man. The Venezue- man. Venezuelan Latino. <laughs> Man. He's a man beast. He is. He's he's quite a looker. <laughs> Zeke, if you're listening, yeah. uh, we're gonna send this to Zeke for sure. We're gonna definitely, we're gonna tag him in this one. <laughs> looking, looking pretty good. Um, no, those guys are awesome. And so they moved to the neighborhood just last year, and sure enough, like um, just last, like gosh, month now, um, this house—it's like a known drug house in the neighborhood. They've, it's attracted a huge cr- criminal element. 
the all the thefts that have been happening in the neighborhood are like tracked back to this house and there was an instance where there was like a girl who is holed up in a truck in the backyard with a gun and refused to come out and the police pretty much swatted guns rifles drawn eight cops surrounded this you saw truck this. no this is behind Jenna's house so this is um Jenna's mean, the, house. the neighborhood is uh over by valley uh, of the valley moon, moon right? yeah okay. down arctic off fireweed so um surrounded this truck with guns drawn and here's jenna's uh son's room 15 feet away from two, where two, all the two, guns two little are kids a brand yes. newborn and, and so in w- this is after the fairview the toddler in fairview got shot in crossfire and so of course that's on the back of our minds and she you know she said look we're i'm it's either like gonna like, try to we're on crenshaw over here in yeah, Com- it, Compton. it should not be like this in anchorage um it should not be like this in our neighborhood and, you know, she was like, look, I'm either going to try to kick these guys out or I'm going to move. And nobody should have to move who are good neighbors yeah, she because of a good, criminal element. Good people who are just, you know, hardworking oh, folks yeah. who kids shouldn't have to move because of... Because some, they feel unsafe. And so and I, it really, you know, that really upset me. Is it so, one of the issues I've heard about, um, you, you know, if somebody gets so many calls or whatever, they're trying to change it where yeah. if a house gets like multiple calls on it for, 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 you know, legal behavior yeah. at some point. Because right now you can't make somebody move, right? You can't just force somebody to move. It's up to the landlord to, like, uh, do the eviction process. And doesn't the landlord have some connection to the person staying there? Yeah, and in this case, it's his son, and pretty much... Going, um, he's going hard, the He's son, eating huh? the fines, and I think it's after eight calls, you get $500 fines per call that you receive and i know for a fact he's probably over twenty thousand that's in calls that's real commitment that's real commitment to your kid and you know our message is to him is instead of paying these fines use that money and we're ramping up so all of our neighbors are organized jenna and i went door to door we have 20 neighbors who are in the vicinity who are just sick and tired of this house and we're, we're taking action We've, we've called code enforcement. We've had multiple conversations with different staff at APD and officers. Um, and we know he's in the fine zone now. And he's just eating the fines. And our message to the landlord is instead of paying these fines, why don't you use that money to get your son drug treatment and something that could actually help him instead of just so, so enabling this behavior. So currently there's no mechanism for the police or for the city to, to say this is a drug house. This is causing problems didn't 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 some car like didn't some fucking car crash into the garage yeah recently there's been so many crazy stuff but that was one of the latest crazy things so um there was a a, a, nixel or something there was an alert about a car like what, what happened well one of the neighbors called it in this car pulled up the guy came up opened his garage the car pulled in super fast they closed the garage obvious stolen car Tons of stolen cars have been and vehicles have been found at this address. Uh, so neighbor calls it in. Cops come. Um, the guy wouldn't get out of his car. Their guns are out. They're like, get out of the car. He tries to back. So wait, the garage is closed. The garage is closed. They're, they're talking point. through the garage. Like, get the fuck out. I get, think come out. no. They they opened the side garage door and went in. Um, and w- they're like, get out of the car, and he wouldn't. And so they're trying to bash the window and pull him out. He reverses it and tries to go out the garage the, the garage door. That didn't work, so he put it in drive, blasted through the back of the garage, sheetrock and all, Dukes of Hazard style. Dude. This, is, this is a fucking loose unit. This is the this loosest. This guy is a very loose unit. And it's like, unfortunately, the kind of loose units. Peels out through the yard, over the fence, up Arctic. After the second red light, the cops are like, okay, this is too dangerous. You know, he, he ran this. See, imagine running the, kid, imagine the kids playing outside. Oh, yeah. And, I, and this been, is I've, 4 p.m. I've been on ride This is 4 p.m. I've been on ride-alongs where, and this is, they've, they've said this, they won't pursue 
high speed chases because you know if they do it and the person's running, they might they might smash somebody else, kill somebody. It gets too dangerous. So I can kind of part of me kind of understands that. But so they caught the guy the next day. But in the meantime, there's a giant hole in the back of this garage, and I'm at this point, you know, I'm trying to shed light on this issue, so I call the news folks. What, and, what, are, what, are, what are we doing right here, baby? Yeah, so this is what this we're is doing, doing. We, we, and this is the service you provided the community, Jeff. You know, getting these conversations going. If I'm doing anything. I, appreciate I guess I'm that. doing that. That's right. Um, but yeah, okay. So just Friday, I get off work Friday. My my daughter's playing outside. I have my little sister in town. She's playing right in our driveway. Cute little, cute little kid, by the way. Your daughter. Thank you. Very cute. No, Cora, she's super right? fun. Yep. Very cute. And a car pulls up right in front of our house. St- like parks all like kind of weird, fast. Guy jumps out with a big plastic bag. Starts walking around the block to this house. It's like this is like a fucking movie. Yeah, and I'm like, I know exactly where they're going. I didn't even have to follow him or look where he's he, going to know, the house. He's going to the house, and so I call it in immediately. Turns out, stolen vehicle. The plates are on the stolen vehicle list. Um, you know, talking to the cops, they come down, um, and like, sure enough, they end up arresting this guy, who's one of the res- the people who lives in this house. But here's what makes me mad, Jeff. Here's what makes me mad. They arrested this guy, and I I I deed him from afar and all. What that, was in the but- bag? Drugs. Um, I'm sure it was drugs. I don't know if they found the drugs. He tried changing his shirt and doing all this. The, that guy who is a known criminal got arrested for stealing a vehicle in Anchorage, was out on bail the same night. He was out. He was released on bail into the Anchorage streets at 1 a.m. This crime was committed at 6 p.m. Tell me the system isn't broken. See, see, and tell I, me the system I, it, isn't no, broken. It's, it's, and tell me the system isn't broken, Ethan Berkowitz and Bill Walker and all of the folks who need to be like the actually system, the, taking leadership the, over the this issue because say, cops are doing their thing. I would say the system is absolutely broken. Um, I'd say two things. I'd say one, it's broken. Other thing I would say is um, locking people up forever. We've you know we we tried doing that. We yeah. it's, it's one, it costs a lot of money, and two, it's not the long term solution. I don't know. I don't know what the long term solution is. There, there has to be somewhere between locking people up yeah. forever and then it needs just the let Buddhist it, way the let, mean let, between extremes, let, letting them out the next day. Yeah. And some of these folks have been, you know, committed several crimes. Oh, yeah. They get out, they steal another car, and it's they get out. It's common knowledge. Steal. Yeah. It's common knowledge that if they commit a nonviolent crime, that they're just going to be out. And it's just part of the business that they're doing. Um, so I'm incredibly disappointed. I'm I'm going to make some calls and try to. So the guy's just out in his yard right now who just stole a car, threatened the neighborhood with cops. He's just out like nothing happened this weekend. There has to be some kind of graduated or escalated, you know, if, if you get, if you do, do something right and then you get out, you do it, you do it again and then you do it a third. I mean, there has, I don't, I hate to say the three strikes thing, you know, this, but there has to be some kind of deal where if, if you're a nuisance to society and, and clearly what, you know, what we're doing is not preventing you from no. doing it again. We, we got to figure it out. I, I, yeah. you know, I don't know what the answer Bail is. But... on the same day is not a deterrent. That's just like a quick, you know, staycation <laughs> in Anchorage jail because you know, like I think we all know somebody who's had the car stolen or I know many friends or people yeah, who've had yeah, cars stolen every other you know and there's you know you see these videos now fo- I mean folks are having security footage of their house cameras and there's like a couple days ago I saw these guys were casing this guy's house in the middle of the day mm-hmm. and then I was going door to door for a candidate last week and mm-hmm. somebody on somebody's fence they put up a huge po- like a big poster they blew up of mail thieves that were going around the you know the neighborhood taking mail Mm-hmm. And they had gotten pictures for their security cat, like of the people, and they and they were like, "If you see these motherfuckers, you know, call mm-hmm. the police." Yeah. But then somebody said they called the police, and it took them, you know, 
a long time to show up mm-hmm. because it wasn't like a crucial yeah, crime. No, or... exactly. And I was sitting there waiting for when I called that in. Um, you know, we were waiting for thirty minutes, and I understand there's you know actually violent crimes and crazy stuff happening in this town at any given time. I mean, do we have enough police? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think what we're seeing, I mean, the officers I've talked to, they've said, you know, they're as frustrated as anybody because if they do their job and catch a criminal and they're released the very next day, I mean, it's like this catch and release game that they feel like they're not getting ahead. I mean, I, f- I feel like probably a lot of this, probably the majority of this is, is drug related. And in our society, I think this is a, a f- probably an impossible idea. But if you look in Holland or Portugal, um, other countries in Europe, they've gone down the path of look we're, you know we're not endorsing using drugs but we're also not going to criminalize them to the point where you have to commit crimes to get them mm-hmm. and they give people space places to go to use yeah and if they want help they give them help mm-hmm. but you know you prevent the crime goes down when that happens because they don't have to you know rob to get a fix to get oh, money exactly. to get drugs yeah we have to think outside the box i mean it's it's clear that there's not enough treatment in this town to support you know, to I've heard that I've heard that people it. who do want help, and I don't know if this is like a public thing, but I've heard that you know the the waiting time to get to get into a treatment facility is is like three to six months. Yeah, it's months. So if you really do want help, and you're and mm-hmm. you're addicted, you know, yeah, we have to. That's one thing that I don't know how much that would resolve, but it just got something's got to change mm-hmm. because it just seems like it's a broken record. Yeah. You know, the, every it day it's the same record. thing, and it keeps getting almost like worse. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen with your thing? What are you, what are you guys trying to do there? So we have, um, I mean, we have a plan. All the neighbors are just keep keeping an eye out for each other. Um, we call in everything we see. Where the fines are racking up. Code enforcement has cited them on multiple things. Um, for they have a front loader in their backyard. Um, what? Yeah, and they've actually used that front are loader. Digging a hole. To do something, but I'll tell you what they used it for. They drug um, a. They, they hooked up this abandoned vehicle they had on their property that they were getting fined for, and they drug it to the community garden and ditched it with this front loader just down the middle of the neighborhood. Yeah, there's some loose loose people you over have, there. Yeah, you have no idea, man. You have no idea. And lots of these um, surrounding, um, you know, like robberies and things like that have been connected to this house. There's been neighbors who have walked from Chester Creek and have seen people come from the woods that camp out by Chester Creek and Valley of the Moon Park, and they walk directly into this house. They, like, followed them the whole way. And it's, you know, those aren't the best folks who are hanging out there with all those stolen bikes. Yeah, no, and... I mean, some, some on the city level and the state level, something has to... I mean, they've taken some steps, I guess, to, you know, now they can take out-of-state criminal history into a, into account mm-hmm. for bail, and the judges have a little more leeway. Yeah. But I, I just feel like so much of it's drug-related. Mm-hmm. And until you recognize that or yeah. find a different mechanism or way to treat dr- drugs and drug yeah. usage and with these problem houses landlords need to take responsibility and they need to and so there are, there is conversations going on right now ira perman the newly appointed um assembly member from west anchorage is um already that was, that was bizarre did you, did you hear about that i, I was there <laughs> I it, took, it took it took fucking three, three votes. votes and, and that it, wasn't enough and you'd think you'd think on the on the third vote somebody would have just voted for Dustin Darden or something because it was five to five. So if somebody would have voted for... my vote. Yeah. If somebody would have voted for any one of the other ones, then they would have won. But then Cubits drops out yeah. and you know goes goes for Ira. But on the fourth ballot, uh, it was nine to one. Somebody voted for Will Tremaine. Why didn't they just do that on the second ballot? Yeah, right. And, and it was pretty bizarre. But then afterwards, Dustin and David 
uh, definitely got up there and, and uh, gave their opinions about how it was uh, it was rigged. It's unfair, yeah. you know. It's it was it was a pretty took an hour to do this. The Russians and, and, and it's a six week appointment, you know, until the until the special election. Yeah. And you got Amy Dombowski grilling them on like land use and taxes. Yeah, bless her heart for a six six week appointment. Yeah, man, those six weeks are valuable. I'm a I'm a big fan of Ira. I like Ira I like a lot because he was working for. Er- he's Ernie, working for right? Ernie. Yeah, and he's he, know, he ran for assembly. He ran for assembly against was that the Tim Tim Steele one or no, was that the Eric Croft one? Um, it was Eric Croft and Trombley. Oh yeah, and, uh, that's that right. One. That was, it was a that three was way 16 or I think it was sixteen. Um, but yeah, I mean, Ira's been serving the community in lots of ways for many many years. He's Super on the he's on the Atwood hyper Atwood Foundation. He's he was like the director. Yeah, there he was working there. Stuff. But he he loves community councils, goes all the time, hyper focused on neighborhood stuff, and he's and his daughter's involved. His daughter works as a legislative staffer, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it was like Jim Kubitz's daughter is like works for Matt Clayman as well. I don't know. They both have because Kubitz was on the assembly back in like the nineties, mm-hmm. a long time ago. I, th- I thought it was pretty gangster how he just was like. Yo, Ira's cool. I like Ira. We don't need to be doing this all day. Yeah, like I'm, I'm stepping away. Like let let Ira have yeah, it. Yeah, that was cool. They. You know, get. I mean, Ira. It's cool to see Ira have have the position, but it's. Uh, I mean, he should have done that. Couple. This <laughs> 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 is weird. Yeah. I, was, I was there. You know, I happened to be to go, go watch it. I thought it was going to be a quick. Yeah. But it became became a little bit dramatic. Yeah. Right. So yeah, so you're man, you're in funny. you're in what Clayman's district or where are you? At? I'm in uh, Harry Drummond's. Harry, it's okay. Uh, so that's House district. Yeah. That's Harry, and then Berta as a senator. Yep. And then Elvie's running for that. So mm-hmm. any any plans to. Pop into the House or the Senate there? Well, the Senate's you four... Know. It's this time, so the next the time will be four years away. four years. Um, but the next time is um, two years for the House. Yeah. I mean, not... I don't have any plans. You know, I've found a lot of um, satisfaction in supporting friends who are who are doing good stuff. What They're about assembly level? And, um, assembly is cool, but um, I... I just, I just... I can't imagine having to be at those meetings every few... I mean, some of those yeah, fuckers last a, like a, five hours. It's definitely a thankless job. they're... Very boring. I go mm-hmm. for an hour or two, or sometimes to watch yeah. something, and I just go. I go nuts. Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, they don't. They don't I mean, what do they, they get paid? A, like twenty grand or thirty? They get paid a little more than that, but I. I think the legislative process of the assembly needs to like go to like a stronger committee structure, and they should probably have like a more than just like a ten hour a month volunteer staff person. You know, mm-hmm. they should actually like do homework, so it's not just in like. A marathon I'm, meeting on every Tuesday. Because Anchorage yeah. is a lot different than you know the valley or the borough down there. The, those those mayors are a lot weaker. Mm-hmm. The, the, the the assembly does the bulk of the work, and yeah. the mayor is kind of on there and has like a veto. I think a tiebreaker tiebreaking mm-hmm. vote. But I mean here it's like the, ma- the mayor really kind of mm-hmm. he's the one or she's the one calling the shots. Yep. Have we ever had a female? I don't think we've ever had a female mayor, have no, we? We have not. Almost had Amers there. A couple, <laughs> yeah. Twenty fifteen. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, she. Uh, I kept saying a new sheriff is in town. You know, she came packing heat with that. Remember that guy who was like yeah, she had the gun. The yeah, it, the signs sign. right, and she pulled out. She pulled out a. Or she had a gun yeah. or a hip or something. Dude, that was the most perfect timing she I don't could know. have I, ever hoped for. I've you know, always, like, I've always wondered like, like that seemed too perfect. Dark to me. horse. It just seemed like. Well, the guy was like a registered Democrat too, wasn't he? Or I don't, like, yeah, was he was some weird, and he was. I but remember, nobody knew him. It was just a perfect. It was. It was like, bam. Yeah, it's like that. Um, that subreddit. Why were they filming? 
or whatever. Oh, I've seen that. I've seen that one. Yeah, it's like it's too, per- too it's like, perfect. Like, oh my, you just happen to have the camera crew. No, I don't know. But um, now she's uh, yeah doing. Well, thing. we need to do a follow up podcast either from that house or maybe we get the camera out. We do some video. We got to do something. The guy's just hanging out. We should ask. I mean, have you I'm, seen this guy? Have you talked to this guy? I mean, do you? I does he work? Does he? Do you have any information? No, I don't have too much. Um, you know, I want to talk to the landlord too. Be like, hey man, like, is he local or is he? Why don't you live next to this this house? You know, he land- lives over in uh, Sand Lake in his suburban paradise. Well, we're stuck real, with his tenants. He's having a real good time. <laughs> yeah, having a really good time over there. We should go well, knock on his door. We should go confront we him. Should, say, man, I'm you down. got this house. We got drug problems. Yeah. We got. You know, yeah, kids in the neighborhood. We're drafting a letter to him. Um, a few of the neighbors have talked to him directly. Uh, he sounds either um, a little, um, either not with it or a little just reluctant or, you know, he's in denial that he's like, oh, my son's fixing it up. And I'm like, yo, your son's friend just drove through the back of the garage. It's not gonna, fixing it up. Yo, we're going to fix him up in a minute. <laughs> if you don't, we're going to fix him up. up. Oh man, it's wild. Damn. Yeah, I don't know. I just it's just it's wild. There's, there's going to be more news you're going to find on this house. We're well, we're I'm, going I'm happy to talk with you more. Maybe even get over there with the camera no, because there, we, there's, we there's, this is not isolated. And I just I just hate having kind of an uneasy feeling. Yeah. Just to park, you know, put my even parking my car out. Like I have a garage here. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll leave it overnight, but outside if I if I pull mm-hmm. in, but then I'll, I'll kind of oh I don't want to leave it out just in case because we had some people in our neighborhood a while back who were who were going mm-hmm. uh, around the car actually. Probably three or four months ago, uh, it was uh, maybe longer than that because it was still really cold and dark. But I, I was up late. I was going to bed. It was like three in the morning on a weekend, and I heard I was upstairs. And I you look over here, right where the, the main road is, and I mm-hmm. heard something. And I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Right. So I look out my window. I see a car parked in the middle of the street. Somebody's getting out of the car, and they're walking right in here in this kind of you know part, mm-hmm. common area where the cars are. And I'm I'm thinking, are they trying to rob like rob us? Yeah. Like what's going on? And then they started screaming at each other. Another car pulls up. They get out. They're screaming at each other. Um, I, I'm just like th- sitting there. Is this what's going to go down here? Is there going to be like a, a gunfight? Are they going to mm-hmm. really fight? But but they were kind of in here walking around this this common area. Look, you know, I'm I'm thinking, are they going to rock? You know, what's going on? Another car pulls up. So I call the police. Right. I say I'm here. There's three cars at three in the morning in the middle of the road, and they're yelling at each other and and definitely drugs or alcohol. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were just acting crazy. Yeah. And they were, you know, where are you? All this, and I'm I'm describing it and. The road's totally blocked. Actually, a car had pulled up. I think it was a car unrelated and like turned around because they couldn't they couldn't get 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 through them. And um, they were there about maybe ten more minutes, just doing all this crazy stuff. And they eventually leave. And I just never saw a cop come. Mm-hmm. I, I even if they would have came, you know, they would have missed it. Yeah. But it was just it was wild, you know. It's, and you, I'm thinking, why is that happening? What's yeah. like, what's going on here? And this is kind of a weird neighborhood too. It's it's like you wouldn't really come back here normally. It's mm-hmm. the way the road is. Yeah, no, no, it's definitely not. Uh, this is out of the way, and just random people. Maybe they're just trying to get. Uh, they, were, they were pretty loose. They just wanted to meet Jeff. Maybe they they, they were looking for me. Maybe they wanted to have a little have a, <laughs> they want to have a conversation. Do you, do you remember that? Do you remember that party we had here? Oh yeah, like in this house. So w- there was you brought that you brought that guy. It was like the film director. Oh, my Mexican uh, friend Fernando. You bring he brings this fucking guy over. He brings like actually five. Pe- we we had. I mean, this is a pretty small condo. We had 30, 40 people in here, right? It was just mm-hmm. out of control. And remember, remember we knocked, we broke my light. Oh, that's you were doing like a hand or a keg that stand. That wasn't me. That was somebody else. Somebody was doing that, but the the light thing like came off. I forget. But then you brought those like those 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 people. There was like five or six people, and that yeah. guy. You said he didn't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, mean, I have the most broken fucking Spanish, and I'm trying to talk, and I'm trying to like you know say something, 
and um, and, yeah. and you you said he was like here for a fi- well my friends were, but it was so goofy yeah yeah he was here the telemundo friends actually didn't come on the plane they missed right the there was like a telemundo was crew a telemundo crew here but then you said but but it turns out he he fucking speaks english and you were you were just fucking <laughs> with me the whole time but he didn't say anything either and he's just staring at me and then eventually he's like yo hombre you got problems <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Oh man! And then there was the other time we had the the party outside there, and you you mm-hmm. rolled up with a couple of kegs. Remember, you had a, like extra yeah. kegs from some party, and yeah, we had some not like nonprofit fundraiser leftover kegs. That was, that was good. That was a good one. We've had some good, we've had some good times. Good. We got to do it again. We got to. I mean, we're a little older now. Probably no more thirty person party. I gotta I gotta expand to a bigger place. Mm-hmm. That that'll, that'll be the cure. I like it. Now you got the kid. It's probably a little harder to. Do do the do the big big nights on. Huh? Oh yeah, I mean we, uh, you know, we still get out. We do little beach hangouts with our friends and and things like that. But yeah, it's family oriented, Jeff. How to keep it with? The, well, let's do another podcast, and then also I'm, I'm doing down. I'm doing the live the landmine live again for the election central. Oh good. On August twenty first, mm-hmm. maybe you want to maybe you want to be on the panel. Yeah, I mean I'll, I'll definitely be up for it. That'd be that'd be awesome. We'll get you we'll get you the landmine gear the whole the whole deal. Well, this has been great. Nick Moe, my man. We got to do this again. You've, this has been one of my uh, more, I feel like a little more relaxed at this podcast. Definitely. I feel like I can be a did little. Did the beer help? Did that, the beer, the uh... beer did help. I mean, it loosened me up a little bit. I, we should probably do. <laughs> Actually, what I'm thinking of doing later is a um, Drunk Alaska Politics podcast there you where go. we get with folks like you. We have three to five drinks mm-hmm. and, then we, and then we start talking about a topic. Say how we really feel. Just really, really give, really give them the, give the people the, re- the real talk. That's right. All right. So this is, um, this has been. Podcast Jeff Landfield here, Landmine Radio with Nick Moe. And uh, we're going to do it again with Nick Moe for sure. And if you're listening, we appreciate it. If you want to do a podcast or have any ideas for podcasts, uh, make sure to let me know. We'll, uh, we're, we're willing to talk to anybody. We'll uh, talk to you guys next time. Landmine.